Today is February the 22nd. How long does God's patience last? It's not forever. Let's find out together as we study Judges 10. So when we began our study of the book of Judges, we saw in chapter 2, verse 19, that in that cycle of Israel following other gods, the Lord sending an oppressor, and then uh, raise, the, the, the people crying out to the Lord, and the Lord raising up a judge to deliver them, we saw that this cycle repeats. But in chapter 2, verse 19, when the judge died, the people returned to their corrupt ways, behaving worse than those who had lived before them. We saw that this wasn't just a cycle that repeated, it was a downward spiral, getting worse and worse. Today, uh, this week, studying Jephthah, we see that spiral really take place. Now, last week on Friday, we saw the story of Tola, and then Jair. If you remember from chapter 10, verses 3 to 5, Jair had 30 sons who rode on 30 donkeys and controlled 30 towns east of the Jordan River in the land of Gilead. Apparently, uh, their control did not include throwing out the enemy who controlled the land. Chapter 10, verse 6, again, the Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight. They served the images of Baal and Ashtoreth and the gods of Aram, Sidon, Moab, Ammon, and Philistia. Now, this is the first time that uh, it's, it's specifically mentioned beyond Baal and Ashtoreth they took on the gods of all of the other nations. But look at the way that verse ends. They abandoned the Lord and no longer served him at all. Now this is the first time that the book of Judges mentions that. You see what happened before, Israel would worship other gods. They would not stop worshiping Jehovah. They would not stop worshiping their God, they would just add other gods into the mix and begin to worship them as well. But here for the first time, they stopped worshiping the Lord. So the Lord burned with anger against Israel. He turned them over to the Philistines and the Ammonites who began to oppress them that year. For 18 years, they oppressed all the Israelites east of the Jordan River in the land of the Amorites, that is, in Gilead. The Ammonites also crossed to the west side of the Jordan and attacked Judah, Benjamin, and Ephraim, and the Israelites were in great distress. That's the start. There's the sin, and the Lord sends an oppressor, and the oppressor now oppresses them for 18 years. In this case, the oppressor actually takes back much of the territory 
that Israel had taken over in Joshua's conquest of Palestine. They send in an occupational army and retake many of the cities that uh, Joshua had taken in his conquest of the land. Now in verse 10, we have uh, the next part of the cycle that we've seen. They cried out to the Lord for help. And here, for I believe it's the first time, we have the actual content of their prayer. We have sinned against you because we've abandoned you as our God. We've served the images of Baal. And then the Lord responds, Didn't I rescue you from the Egyptians, the Amorites, the Ammonites, the Philistines, the Sidonians, the Amalekites, and the Maonites? Now, we're not sure exactly of who all of these people were, but they were nations, cities, or kings that uh, the Lord had delivered them from. When they oppressed you and you cried out to me for help, I rescued you. And yet, you have abandoned me and served other gods. So, I won't rescue you anymore. Go and cry out to the gods you've chosen. Let them rescue you in your hour of distress. How long does God's patience last? Apparently, it's not forever. And he finally looks at Israel and says, enough is enough. You've gone to other gods? Go to them. Go to them. Ask them for your help. Verse 15, the Israelites pleaded with the Lord and said, we've sinned. Punish us as you see fit. Just rescue us today from our enemies. And the Israelites put aside their foreign gods. They served the Lord. And the Lord was grieved at their misery. Now at that time, the armies of Ammon had gathered for war and were camped in Gilead. That's Israelite territory. The people of Israel assembled and camped at Mizpah. The leaders of Gilead said to each other, whoever attacks the Ammonites first will become ruler over all the people of Gilead. And no one does. No one steps forward to deliver Israel. God does not raise up a judge. How long does the Lord's patience last? A long time, but not forever. There comes a point where the Lord says, you've made your decision. He reached that point with Pharaoh Moses said time and time again, let my people go. Pharaoh, over a period of months, said no, until finally the Lord said, that's it. The final plagues will destroy Egypt. There were times when the Lord said to Israel, come back to me. They did, they wandered, they did again, they wandered. Finally, the Lord said, that's it, that's enough. And the tribes of Israel went into exile and disappeared. Even the tribes of Judah, Simeon, and Benjamin, who were left behind, 
went into a 70-year exile in Babylon. They were brought back again. But the Lord's patience does not last forever. We can still go to Him. Today, after Jesus, we have total faith that when we do go to God, He will accept us. But His patience doesn't last forever. There comes a time when He says enough is enough. And He puts us in a situation that requires us to make a total about-face or total abandonment. Today, make sure that you are responding well to the Lord, that you're not testing His patience. Today, make sure that you're on good terms with Him. If you like uh, the devotional today, I'd encourage you to go to whatever platform you use to listen. Like, follow, subscribe, or share. Do you have questions for us? Send them to questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll look at Jephthah, the non-judge.